Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is T.K. Kirkland Podcast. You know, I meet a lot of great people around the world, and I met this brother in Oakland, California, walked up to me, told me some great things, and it really went in one end out the other, no disrespect to you, Ed, because most people of my years, they talked a lot and they never come through with stuff. So this brother told me, TK, when I come to your city, um, I'm going to hit you up, blah, blah, blah. He reached out to me, and we're about to do history, make a lot of, do a lot of good things that I wanted to feature him on my show today because we wanted, I wanted to talk to him about our big events that we're having the second week of Las Vegas in um, for the Super Bowl weekend. So, Eddie, I wanted you to tell them, tell the world about your your company. Tell them about why you brought me in to do what we're doing. How Greta and Vince and everybody has taken a like of the TK, and we want to be we want to do some big things. Yeah, well, thank you, TK, man. I really appreciate you bringing me on today. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know me out there, I'm Eddie Abram. I'm uh, from Oakland, California. Uh, kind of been brought up around the whole comedy game. Uh, being in Oakland, uh, being around Mark Curry, you know, watching his rise through prominence. And uh, I've always been a fan of TK Kirkland from a distance, you know, from all of the the, the BT Comic View days, uh, all of the, the HBOs and the, the Def Jam and everybody name always in the streets and the, the NWA days. And I just, it's an honor to be uh, aside right along with you on this new next journey we're about to embark upon. And uh, right. one of the great things is that uh, I, I go down to the San Jose Improv uh, in October of last year and uh, going to support Memphis Will, and uh, who was the headliner, and Tony Roberts and Tamara going. Shout out to Tamara. She's also from Oakland. And I'm sitting in the show, and I'm like, oh, wow, T.K. Kirkland is on. And so T.K. was performing at Tommy T's out here in Pleasanton. And we had a chance to, to talk after the show, and uh, we exchanged numbers. And I'm like, hey, I'd love to take you out when I'm in Las Vegas. And uh, I was brought upon this with this group out of Atlanta called Immersive City, where they entered into a five-year agreement partnership with the National Football League and the National Football League Alumni Association. And uh, they have this great product that they're going to feature uh, in Las Vegas, Super Bowl week, the first time the Super Bowl will be in Las Vegas. And uh, it's a long event. It's over, spread out over eight days. And we're doing technology. We're doing uh, job fairs at the Southern California – I'm sorry, Southern Nevada College. And uh, there's so many great things, but the great thing about it is that uh, P.K. Kirkland, uh, the great comedian that he is, we featured on uh, that Saturday for uh, a podcast show. And uh, maybe T.K. could talk about that and explain to the national audience uh, what we what could we expect out of that show. Is it going to be raw, uncut T.K. Kirkland? Are we going to see the subdued, professional, how he moves T.K. Kirkland? Or we're just going to see the comedian. So maybe you could tell us about TK what to expect. Well, the great thing about yeah, the great thing about me, I never really know what my direction is going to take that particular day. I I normally show up, I let the universe do the rest. But what's going to be great about this, ladies and gentlemen, 
for over eight, nine years, you know, I've done my podcast on the phone. No visual, nothing. And I've always been interviewed by other people on different various platforms around the world. On this particular day, I get to interview some of my favorite guests, which is going to be awesome. And like I said, we have all these other events throughout the week. Um, hopefully we'll have a big party for you guys planned. That's what we're working on as well. Um, we should know that after this week goes, <clears throat> I'm back in Vegas and I told Greta, I haven't talked to you in a minute, Eddie. Um, I think I have a location that we probably can go to, throw a nice party, et cetera, et cetera, and pull this thing off uh, and make it free to the, the public because I, and I could tell um, Ed and the rest of the team, why don't we do something for the people? And to do something for the people to show that every year we pull this off, we want to throw a party that we celebrate people, people around the world who go to football games, people around the world who goes to the, all the NBA games, all the comedy shows, all the concerts. Let's do something for them. And that's what our party will start representing every year at the Super Bowl. It'll be the party for the people. And long as you come on your best behavior, long as you come um, looking good, you can't come looking sloppy. You know, you got to come looking good because the tires are must. You know, you, you got to make sure that you look good. We'll have the food. We'll have the DJ. We'll have everything going. And, and that's why I wanted to bring you on the show, uh, because I love your spirit. I love your energy. And I just wanted to take a few minutes of your time to um, just talk about the, not just my podcast. I really wanted to. Talk, I really wanted you to talk. Everybody knows about me. I really wanted you just to talk about what your plans are with the NFL, what you're doing with your promotion, to talk about the events that you got coming up in 2024, and what your goals are in life. That, that's pretty much it. Because this is this feature is really about you today, not about me. Okay. Well, I appreciate that, TK. So mm -hmm. I. I own a, a company that I founded in uh, Los Angeles, California, called uh, EA Innovations. We're based in uh, downtown L.A. in the financial district. One end of the company is uh, technology. So uh, one of the things I did, I partnered with a guy named uh, Norio Ishihashi. And uh, most people don't know who Norio is. Norio was the co-founder of Mobileye. And Mobileye, most people believe that Tesla invented the autonomous driverless car, but that, that's not the case. It's a company called Mobileye, and Norio founded this company with uh, a guy named Omnin Shashua. So they, they developed this software, they built it out, got it in Tesla and some other vehicles, and 2004, 2004, I'm trying to get my words right, but in 2017, they sold their company, which is based in uh, Israel, uh, for a record, uh, $15.3 billion. It was the largest acquisition deal in the history of Israel. And mm -hmm. so when I would just go sit on a beach and collect our money, but Norio wasn't built like that, so he developed educational software. He found me in L.A. So that's one of the things we're, we're into developing artificial intelligence. And then from uh, entertainment in, I, uh, I started out hosting parties in Los Angeles for free, you know, and I was bringing mm -hmm. my out from Oakland, we were party. We, we were starting to hang out. And then uh, Pookie Wigington discovered me. And Pookie Wigington is the co-founder of Heartbeat Productions with Kevin Hart. They have a big monstrous uh, company. They're doing great things. 
uh, valuation of that company is almost a billion dollars now. Wow. And to build out all of the chocolate Sunday comedy shows outside of uh, Los Angeles. And I took that brand and I brought it to my hometown in Oakland. We had some great phenomenal shows and then COVID hit and we had to kill it. Uh, also, I came in and I produced the Super Bowl show last year in Phoenix, Arizona at the Herberger Theater uh, in downtown Phoenix. We did two shows, over a 1,000 guests each show, and we had, like, Michael Blackson on the show, D. Ray Davis, uh, Jeff Neese, uh, comedian Elay. So it turned out to be really great, DJ Side. Mm -hmm. And um, so now, I, I, you know, my journey wasn't always you – know, I've been a school teacher. I've, I've worked in uh, probation. I've done a lot of great things in my life, but this entertainment uh, dream was something that I kind of knew as a kid that that was my passion. It was my purpose on this planet, and I pursued it six years ago, and then my life kind of just took off, and every single door has opened. And uh, this other great opportunity presented itself, Immersive City, and with Immersive City, we're, we're, we're building out this huge uh, educational uh, we're going to bring comedy. We're going to bring podcasting, STEM technology. We have the uh, video game challenge day. That's going to be uh, at the Luxor. Uh, mm -hmm. Technology that the team Greta invents that are bringing to this big national stage. And the, the great thing about it is they have a deal for the next five Super Bowls. And, you know, obviously next year the Super Bowl will be in New Orleans. Uh, that's in 2025. 2026 is coming to my hometown area, the Bay Area, that's going to be in Santa Clara where the 49ers play. Um, what year is that? That's going to be 2026. No. I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. I'm just saying. Yeah, so 2026 will be in Santa Clara. 2027 is going back to Los Angeles, and there's uh, there's no exact date. And Well, there is a date set, but there's no exact location for the 2028 Super Bowl. But to be part of this and with uh, the opportunity to partner with the NFL, uh, the great thing is we've we become part of the, the NFL marketing machine. We're going to reach 100 million viewers, likes, Instagram, social media. And anytime you partner with the NFL, it's, it's a huge win. And mm -hmm. I'm just very proud part of it. And I just saw an opportunity. I'm like, Hey, I, TK, you're the first. I was, my job was to bring in comedian talent because that's what I do. And I thought, I believe TK was the perfect guy for this, you know, with all the legendary moves he's been made uh, throughout uh, his illustrious career. Which spans well, the thing I like the most is that I'm glad I locked it down um, to the point that, you know, it, it, you want to bring other people in that are worthy but I'm so glad you and the rest of the team really love what I was doing and everything is being, as far as comedy-wise, built around TK. So that when I do kind of retire, I can do basically sit in the driver's seat like you guys, call the shots a little bit, write the checks. And that's what it's all about. As you get older, it, it, this should be growth to life, right? It should be growth. This is started to stay in a comic, go to executive producing, put out your own um, comedy specials, do a few little movies here. But I've never been the fan of the one of the star in TV and film. Like the problems that I hear today with all the artists, I knew in the 90s and I never went down that path. I always did my own thing. I never wanted to take the time to... Um, 
get caught up in the BS of not getting paid when I'm supposed to get paid. Um, not that we were being disrespected. I just knew that that really wasn't our lane. We got an invitation, meaning I was invited to do a movie called Ball of Blocking. I was invited to, to do a movie named New Jersey Drive. I was invited to do a movie called Strays with Vin Diesel, et cetera. I was invited. When you get invited to event, to movies, it's a different ball game than being you have to audition for a movie. Because wow. sometimes, even if you're great at the audition, they already have their mind set on who they want already. And to wow. me, that was a waste of time, right? Like, I always thought that. Like, man, I ain't going on no damn audition. I ain't got time for that shit. Mm-hmm. I always <laughs> felt that way. But I knew there was a check somewhere else, and I always went for the money. And the people who I thought were rich doing these shows, I'm realizing that they wasn't. And so I knew I did the right thing. I invested in me. And 30-something years later, I'm smiling. Yeah. I'm like, wow, like I'm smiling. And when I met you and with us to do what we're doing, check your text message too. We just got a, a text on the theme. Um, um, to do what we're doing is just phenomenal. It goes along with the journey that the universe has for me. So that's why I wanted to feature you today to, to okay. um, talk about what we were doing, talk about what you have accomplished and what your dreams are so that the fans that are following me on my shows are, can listen to you, reach out to you if you can. And, and ladies and gentlemen, so the people who, or different comics or different people who reach, who's going to reach out to he's a nice guy, but don't reach out to him. I don't want y'all to reach out to Eddie on no bullshit. Because what we have in this world is people who think they're talented, and no disrespect to my fans. There's some people who think they're talented. Some people who think they're businessmen. Some are businesswomen. Some of the men and women are not businessmen and women. Some of the comedians, rappers, singers are not, don't really have true talent. So what I tell people is if you really think you got it, you really don't need nobody else. You just put the work in. And everything will come to you. That's how I really feel, Eddie. Yeah, I I, I believe that that's the way to go. And, and people always not- try to sell me their dreams, right? I'm sorry, to people try to sell me their dreams, and I say, yo, it's too late. I'm sixty something years old, and I said, but I want to share something with you. I tell them that's your dream. You got to find a way to spark your dream. You have a dream, Eddie. I have a dream. Everybody else have a, has a dream. You you can't sell me on your dream. I'm not going to be as passionate on your dream as I am on my dream. That is an excellent way to look at it. That's very true. Right? It's not go, it's not going to happen. Then you get people who never met anybody before in their life and want to do business with them. They'll Walk through the airport, had a guy walk up in the airport, uh, TK, I want to do business with you. I got a great deal. And I stopped and I said, why would you want to do business with me? You don't know me. It, it shook them. 
I said, why, why would I do business with you? I said, you, I have no idea who you are. You have no idea who I am. And people get on the phone in a couple of days, a week, a couple of months, or maybe a month, and sign contracts and jump right into business. <clears throat> and all you got to do is listen to stories of family members, close friends, watch shows like American Greed, watch shows like Bernie Murdoff, Madoff. Off, and yeah. see how people people get manipulated because of greed, and they are uh, they go off emotion instead of common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, just like this weekend we had Cat Williams, who the wow. whole world he's up to twenty seven million views. That's now there's all different opinions on this particular episode. I'm gonna be talking about it on different um, interviews going into next week promoting my show at the Ice House. But okay. I could tell people this. Um, and somebody asked the ticket, what do you think of Cat Williams' interview? I said, it was the greatest stand-up comedy special of all time. Uh, Shannon and everybody benefited from that. Shannon, Cat, he flipped the whole comedy world upside down. And you're talking about casual people, not the casual fans. I have casual friends that are from the UK asking me about this. I have the the average garbage man on the streets of Oakland asking me about it. It's like, Eddie, what's your opinion on it? And so I've he always put, been... He put comedy on the map this week. Oh, absolutely. And, and anybody that's smart will find a way to benefit for their own good to to get a, a piece of the pie. Yeah, and Kat That's all he really, did. Yeah, Cat really deserved where his place is, you know, I, I, you know, he was out here in Oakland, California, you know, figuring he had to make it here before he made it to LA. I can share stories going to see him, TK, where he performed at Tommy T's. I remember vividly one time he sold out some shows at Tommy T's and he figured he was, his name was ringing. So I'll just pop up a day before and do a Sunday afternoon show. And I vividly remember this was like in 2005 and he performed, there was only four of us in the crowd. And he just said, you know mm-hmm. what, I'm going to do the show anyway. But that just showed his talent, and I kind of saw where he was going. Had some pitfalls in his career, not from a comedy-wise, but from a personal standpoint. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that Hollywood kind of gave him this mantle, and I think he was going to be the next great one. Didn't work out that way for him, but still uh, immersely, greatly talented, not taking anything away yes, from yes. him. Yes, I've kind of been this outsider kind of like, Watching this whole saga unfold uh, uh, last week, earlier in the week, and and so, and I'm just like, wow, he kind of exposed a lot of things, put a lot of uh, Black Hollywood on blast. I'm in, I'm a Black Hollywood guy, even though I'm I'm here in the Bay Area. I'm back and forth between Los Angeles, and uh, but while there's a lot of uh, negative things that came out of it, like you said, TK, a lot of positive is that now the comedy is 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 going to be at the forefront of the conversation now. Like, yeah, and, and we, we have two weeks. Comedy is the talk for two weeks. And after that, there will be something else to talk about. Okay. So, you, you know, we the comedy world right now has this 15 minutes of fame. Okay. Run with it because the, 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 the attention span of everybody on this planet now is short. We won't even, we won't even be talking about this a month from now. Okay. Yeah. You know better than 
Yeah, we won't be talking about this a month now. But if you're smart to good comedians, talk about it. Um, whatever you feel in your heart, milk it, have fun with it. And that's it, because that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to show a positive light on it. I'm going to give my intake from a mature man and experienced professional businessman slash comedian when I do my interviews from from everybody. I'm, I'm on everybody's interview going. So it helped put extra checks in my pocket. Oh, okay. And, what I, and, and I like money. I think that, you know, from an outsider looking in, you had a different path. You really didn't need to ride that Hollywood way like the rest of them. You did it your own way. And, yes. you know, pretty much been your own manager. You promoted yourself. Uh, I, I felt like you never had to sell out to achieve whatever that dream, Hollywood dream is. And you did it mm-hmm. your way. feel proud about yeah. that. And you can shed some great light on it because you could have probably went down that road, you know, possibly been on the casting couch. There's a lot of things that, that happen behind closed doors, and you had a lot of integrity with your career. And I think that's going back from, you know, being, for me, it's like as a young kid, you know, watching NWA and you being on tour right. with him, revolutionary. I so let me that. share something with you, though, right? There is no secret society. Mm-hmm. There is no Illuminati. Okay. There is nobody going around dicking men down to be in Hollywood. The facts of this game is most actors or actresses say you have to sleep with someone to make it or people who can't make it in Hollywood. Okay. That's the escape route. The facts, and it's not their fault. They think there's another way, but this is my interpretation. See, everybody has this illusion that Hollywood is for the black man and woman, but it's not. If I said to you right now, Eddie, go do a research paper for the last 100 years in Hollywood about the rise of black actors in this business and actually, you would come back with a story that would be depressing because they're underpaid, they believe in their agent, they believe in the Asians like they would believe a man with a um, a pastor with one of those things around his neck, right? People to put too much faith in other people when you should put faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. The Terrence Howards, Taraji, Hendersons all got robbed to me because they believed in someone else. Okay. And at the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself. See, when entertainment was going, it was doing well for the black man and woman in the 90s. You had the Martin Lawrence show. Mm-hmm. You had Will Smith. You had the Cosby. You had all these shows. You had Monique. You had the D.R. Hughley show on major stations. Okay. You don't see that one. You might have such an entertainer, but that's really a white show with a black guy because he's the only black guy on there and maybe one other black person. So people need to understand what they're getting into. We ask too much for them to be uh, for approval. We, we don't feel that we're special until that we win an Oscar from them. But you should just praise yourself. When we do great work like Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction, he should got an Oscar. In Pulp Fiction, should have definitely got an Oscar. 
And that's one of my favorite restaurants, the last scene uh, yeah. over there in West L.A. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly talking about Taraji. She got an Oscar and, and Benjamin Button. Correct. You can't see, but see, we have the BT Awards and our awards and give white people their shot. But when black, when whites have their moment, they're not doing it for the black people. We're so giving with our hearts that it's almost embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's almost embarrassing. And the thing is, it's we need our own, but it needs to be done on a highly, highly classy and professional level for us to achieve. But I, we could we could take this and go on for days, right, for days on what it should be. But I, I just want to stay focused. There's a secret society and a bunch of male fuckers ain't getting dicked down in the back because that was the case. A lot of us would be superstars by now. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? There will be more black people famous. Uh-huh than it is if that was the case, if that was the case. So this is my take on it, not to knock nobody else down. I've been in the business way before most of these comedians in this business now. And I'm tired. I I can't say I'm tired. Most comedians are. They are entitled to their feelings. But me personally, and I'm going to say this, I think that when people say they stole someone's joke, I think that's the most childish thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Mm. Have you ever witnessed that for yourself personally? That you kind of. I'm gonna tell you a story. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah. In the '80s, this is how good T.K. Kirkland is and still was. Well, I mean, was and still is. In in the early '90s, I used to do a thing called um, questions. I used to go. It used to be my stand up, and I go. Why a lucky charm so magically delicious? And where's the honeycomb hideout? Is the downtown? And how old is Big Bird? Does he have any ID? And why do old people walk so early in the morning? Do they have somewhere to go? It was a series of questions. Right. Arsenio Hall and his team saw my show. They didn't do it word for word. They was clever enough to flip it. So they created... Things that make you go, hmm. Oh, I remember that. Wow. Bingo. Now watch this. So Arsenio Hall took that and said, things that make you go, hmm. Then there was a group called the CC Music Factory in the 90s. They created a song that was going, things that make you go, hmm. It was a big hit. (laughs) Then Kraft Macaroni and Cheese did a commercial that said, things that make you come hmm. All of this was a spinoff of my questions. Did you ever now, make Cat it up? William, nope, never. I never cared about it. I wrote, I wrote more material. Okay. And Cat Williams' last special, Cat Williams said, who raised you? People was hitting me up. Yo, cat doing your shit. I was like, I ain't got that. Ain't nobody got time for that. These are facts. Okay. You know, people hit me up. And I was more mad at the messenger than being mad at cat because I don't like people who carry gossip. 
Okay. You could keep, you could keep that to yourself. That how is that what you telling me? If it ain't life or death, don't call me with the bullshit. If it ain't about a check, now you know, I'm, I'm trying to get the check. And that's what I can't speak for other people. I know people are passionate about what they do, but if I could set any example to the world when I do these interviews next week, that's what I want to share with the world. In a hundred years, all of us will be gone. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who cares? In a hundred years, everybody listening to this shit, the, 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 the possessions that we own will be forgotten, the homes that we have, other people will be living in it, the cars that we would drive will be demolished. Anything you worry about? What's what's our mark on history? How are we going to be remembered? I think that's that's the key. Well, damn, sure ain't going to be about a joke. No, <laughs> <laughs> it damn sure ain't going to be someone stole my material. Uh huh. <laughs> I can tell you that it damn sure won't. But those are things that we're talking about um, this week. And Eddie, I wanted to feature you on the TK Kirk podcast because, believe it or not. I watch people from afar. I study their character. I study their mannerism and their intentions in life. And I just want you to know, even though I've known you a short period of time, you are a stand-up guy. And today I'm giving you your flowers as a respectful gentleman, as a respectful um, young man, and I wish you the utmost success in your endeavors because you're doing some great things and the things that we are about to do together. And I love the fact that um, you listen to me and I inspire you. And you always say to me, yo, how did you know that? And that's the interesting thing, ladies and gentlemen, when we talk, he is always blown away because he's like, how did you know that? And it's just a gift that I have, I think. That's all. Yeah, and that's that's the gift you have, and that's wisdom. And that's years of playing at the highest level. And, uh, you know, I want to thank you once again for having me on here. And uh, we have a lot of great things we're about to do, a lot of things we can't even talk about on air, but there's a lot of right. great shows and great productions. And just look – you know, look forward to us bringing some great productions to the world. Uh, it's going to be international. Uh, and, I, you know, I'm learning a lot every day still. I'm, I'm always a student, so I'm always willing to learn and listen to TK and get some advice. And, you know, I always, like, always love what he says, how you move, how you move through life. And, I, and, I, and I'm starting to take more in that as I start on this gradual ascension through the comedy world and through the entrepreneurship and technology world, how I move and, you know, how I move is, is, you know, I listen to TK and he's giving me some of the best advice. So once again, thanks for having me on. Uh, I look forward to working with you. And like I always tell everybody, I'm going to see you at the top. You know why? Yep. It's, too, it's too crowded at the bottom. Yeah. But, and just let me take my hat up to you. I don't know if you looked around, you're already at the top, brother. When you get up there, there's only going to be an extra room. That's it. Okay. It don't get no bigger. Okay. <laughs> it don't I'm get no bigger. It's all mental. Okay. It's all good. 
It's all mercy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the TK Kirkland podcast. I got to do a couple of shout outs real quick before I let you go, Ed. Um, also, ladies and gentlemen, give a shout out to one of my sponsors, um, Elma's um, in Harlem, Harlem, New York City, who does everything from vitamins to colon cleanse. Make sure you Google them at Elma's house in Harlem. I think that you would love their products. They have everything from menopause to sea um, uh, 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 moss, et cetera, things that you need for your body. They've been in business for over 50, 60 years, and I think that you would truly enjoy it. So please tell my fans around the world, if you're going for health, if you're trying to better your life um, in the year 2024 and beyond, this is where you should go. Also, um, this Thursday through Saturday, the, the, the January 11th through the 14th, one of the hottest shows in Los Angeles, California, ladies and gentlemen, will be at the Ice House in Pasadena, California. Make sure you get your tickets. Just go to the website at Ice House in Pasadena. Um, it's going to be a sold-out event. I'm truly excited about it. And then we get ready to kick off the biggest uh, underground comedy tour in recent memory. There's a, there's a lot of good comedians out there, but this one's going to be the one. And it's my tour with Live Nation, and it's called Catch Me If You Can. Just follow me on Instagram. You'll be starting to see the um, announcements. Um, in a few weeks, we, we're um, finishing up the three touches this week, and we're hitting 43 cities this year, ladies and gentlemen, in a couple countries. And I'm truly excited about it. And, um, Hey, um, I'm just excited. Shout out to uh, Jeru Tillman. Shout out to Live Nation. Shout out to Chris. Um, shout out to my sponsors, um, Julio, Julio, whatever the drink is. What is it, Julio? What? Um, Don, is it Don Julio? Yeah, Don Julio. You know, shout out to my sponsors. Shout out to just a few people, um, members only, et cetera. Um, it's, it's, I, I want to appreciate everybody for um Support in TK Kirkland. It's going to be a great next seven years and beyond. Yo, I'm going to. You get on that conference call in a minute. You see the text? Yeah, that sounds good. I'm on it with you. Okay, cool. All right, we're going to start. Going to get on that now, ladies and gentlemen. This is the TK Kirkland podcast. Shout out to my man Eddie. Shout out to the world. Shout out to Cat Williams, Kevin Hart, Ricky Smiley, such entertainer, the whole comedy world. Um, let's enjoy our spotlight in the sun, and we wish everyone continued success in this business. Talk to you later. Come spend the night with me. I'll take you to Men, let's face it. As we get older, our bodies change. The largest percentage of men over the age of 40 suffer from some type of erectile dysfunction. ED. Guys, don't let Ed creep into your bed. Discover Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. Not just a bunch of pills to take, but a natural way to regain stamina and put the spark back in your love life. Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. Now at Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland. And yes, ladies, we thought of you too. We are 
offer the Honey Pack, a safe, natural way for you to decrease hot flashes and increase your libido. Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland at Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland.com. Log on today for special offers and discounts. That's Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland.com. Bedroom Therapy by TK Kirkland.com. Bedroom Therapy. Made for him. Thinking of her. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.